Welcome to The Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm Jeremy Verkley. And I just want to remind everyone that Skynet is a real thing that is a camera system that exists in Shanghai. I'm not joking. This is not a joke. It's real. Okay. Well, let's start the show. back from outer space jeremy oh are we yeah you got a sad look on your face i do have a very sad look on my face why is that because outer space was so cool oh you're right it was so 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 much fun (laughs) such a interesting place out among the stars with the drops of jupiter in her hair oh yeah 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 you don't want to get those drops of jupiter in your hair they're real hard to get out yeah you gotta use like (laughs) uh cleansing shampoos and it takes forever well and you can only bring dry shampoo because it's space yes yeah. The, yes. the water will freeze, and then you just got more drops in your hair. <laughs> drops of Jupiter are just frozen shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Kevin, I was not in space. I was moving still. Yeah, the long, <laughs> arduous process of yeah. moving. Have you found a new place yet? I have not. Have you but looked at any new places yet? I have not. Yeah, there we go. Um, but, but all my stuff is now in storage. <laughs> so all I have to do is, is good or bad. It's thing? good because now I can do the floor repair that I needed to do. But on the bright side, everything I own is somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Well, not everything. Most things I own. Yeah. Um, it was always my plan to live out of a suitcase. Yeah. Uh, my house sitting started today. Okay. So I've got a sofa bed. Nice. That I have been sleeping on for a week. Nice. And I'm slowly improving. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sofa beds aren't the worst place to sleep. Yeah. Um. So uh, now I can really turn it into first gear because <laughs> I've been coasting in neutral this whole time. I was thinking like I've been sitting in park, <laughs> just revving the engine. I'm getting ready. Yeah. And 10 kilometers per hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, a slight decline. I can put this in neutral and I'll slowly get there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 You'll find a place. I will. Eventually. <laughs> well we're not really here to talk about you are we uh we're not mm-hmm. i we thought can. this was i thought this was an audio blog <laughs> hey smash the subscribe button <laughs> hey make sure you hit that bell so you can get irritated whenever we make a new video <laughs> this this is on uh this is on youtube but there's no moving parts to the image yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> we really actually put that on YouTube. We, you're right. We do have a job to do. We do have a Yes. It's our duty, Kevin. Uh, uh, brought down to us by, uh, I don't know, the king. The guy who listens in Brazil. Yeah. Or woman, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about a topic. We do. We do have a topic to talk about. We as do well. have a topic. It's another one of those, excuse me, what did you say? topics so uh, kevin you were excited so please elaborate yeah well so this is from from uh not an old game but an older game that i've been playing for a while that i got got back into because it's fun and that's monster hunter world now jeremy we yes have, i think we have done a monster hunter world like topic before yeah but this one is specific this one is, is something's very specific Okay. So, in the story of Monster Hunter World, let me take you through this, Jeremy. Take me on a magical word journey. Yeah. Uh, 
the, there's this thing that's going on in the Monster Hunter world that these elder dragons, as they're called, which are just big beasts. Okay. Have been crossing the sea to the new world. And they're sort of like, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what it eventually revealed to be at the end of like the first half of the game, maybe maybe it's the first half. Of the game doesn't really have first, an end. First act, <laughs> first act. Yeah. Uh, that the uh, the most recent one, which is Zoro Megdros, a giant thing with a uh, fire on its back, uh, went over there because the Elder Dragons cross and they go to this one place and then they die and then their bodies feed the ecosystem and it's the circle of life. Okay. It and flows and it moves us all. It moves us all. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, through despair but, and hope, through faith and love. Yeah, uh, but uh, <laughs> in, this specific, in this specific instance, uh, Zora Magnaros has not gone to the place where he should die. Instead, oh, okay. he just fucked off somewhere else. He did not go to the designated death place. Instead, he was going to a place called the Everstream. Oh, that sounds familiar. Everstream? Yeah, Everstream. <laughs> I was going to call it. I might have forgot it. It's Ever something. Yeah. Uh, the Everstream, which is kind of like. The, the, the world life, stream the world stream the world the lifeblood of the world it's yeah. a thing that comes up in a lot of fantasy stuff yeah and if he goes there and then because he has, he's so full of bio energy yeah uh, which he supposedly go to this one place and die and do that again instead yeah. he enters the, the uh, Everstream he will blow up the island oh shit so their plan is to bring him out to the ocean and the Part of this topic that came out of is the line where he says, if we do that, we can mitigate the blast. I'm like, so he'll still explode? Okay. And a new ecosystem will be born in the ocean. So he'll explode with life? <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess the implication there is that, if, that that even if they get him away from the Everstream of the world, yeah. he'll still explode when he dies yeah. and create life. And they got to get him away to mitigate the blast. Yeah. Gotcha. So you can't have that life spreading too far. Yeah, I get it. No. <laughs> no, man. It'll blow up. It'll blow well, up the island, if Jeremy. If you're already alive and life explodes on you, well, that's cancer. Yeah. 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 That, all right. <laughs> so the topic for this week is Jeremy. Yeah. What if? Uh, what if that's how life is made? <laughs> okay. So what if life is explosive? Uh, what? Okay. So let's let's narrow this and make this a little bit more specific. All right. What if our topic is something like what if creatures? Yeah. When they die, explode with life. Okay. To feed the ecosystem. I don't think it can necessarily create a new ecosystem. <laughs> but it just feeds we can, it. We can get into that. Now, it's, it, is, it is worth mentioning that this is pseudo how the real world works. Because when you die, your body goes into the earth and yeah. becomes nourishment for all the things there. Yeah. It's, as we as we have said, the circle of life. It is the circle of life. Uh, the... I can't remember the actual process he says in there. The antelope, the antelope eats the grass. We eat the antelope. We shit on the grass. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the antelope eats the grass. Yeah, right. The lion eats. And the the lion eats the antelope, and when we die, our bodies become the grass. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. It's a children's movie, Kevin. <laughs> they don't say shit. They also don't say kill or die. <laughs> That's true. That's, that was my main problem with the uh, <laughs> Legend of Korra, where they refused to say if a character died or not. Yeah. I just wanted to know if they were dead. They're dead. They were defeated. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say dead. <laughs> Tell me if they dead. 
Okay, so Jeremy, I want now you to paint me a word picture of this. What do you mean that process is when something explodes, life comes I out of it? I think okay, when the life processes of a body. All right, Jeremy, let's let's start with something small. Say there's a bee. Okay, so there's a bee. Bee is buzzing around. There's there's three ways a bee can die, Kevin. Yeah. Natural aging, it just dies. It's an old bee. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's the case. It's heart stops. It's dead. Tiny little. <laughs> Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah, they all sound like that. <laughs> um, they're all deep and resonant. I I think that that explosion is probably, you know, maybe 3 times the size of the bee. Yeah, I mean there's not a lot of bioenergy no. in the bee. No. Uh, you know, and uh there's some particulate left over from that explosion. <laughs> there has to be. Yeah, and yeah. it falls to the ground. Um, but it is already – it does not need to decompose. It is yeah. already in a form that life can – like that plants can use. Okay. Right? So essentially if a bee, if a bee lands and then goes uh, – that area, just the grass will like start growing a little bit more like I don't think it's like a turbocharged thing, but there's a little bit of well, I don't extra – I immediately. I don't mean like immediately. Yeah, there's, like, a light, there's a little bit extra life energy there. I'm not talking about the idea that that bee explodes and all of a sudden the wilderness grows up there. A <laughs> yeah. tree just sprouts from the ground. Yeah, not that crazy. No, but no. But the soil there is a little more fertile. Yeah, and you get a lot of bees explode in there. Yeah. <laughs> you got your bee field. Um <laughs> My grandpa's okay, so been that, exploding bees that, in this field since 1994. That's one way a bee can die. Yes. Second way a bee can die, it can sting somebody. <laughs> oh, right. I specifically said bee. <laughs> you which, did. <laughs> which just makes stinging things a lot more exciting. It does. So the bee goes and stings. Ah, it hurts, but also the bee is dead and it explodes and you have hand cancer. <laughs> well, I mean... I- <laughs> Can't bees, like, essentially when they, they sting and then they fly off and then they go, they're like, oh, God, all my organs are left, and then they fall? Um, yeah, it depends on, like, how violently the stinger is ripped from their posterior. Yeah, I guess, because I, I like the concept of the bee stings, then you're like, oh, shit, and then it flies off, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> I feel like you're more, bee stings are very painful, Kevin. They are very painful. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of that neurotoxin. My greatest memory of, of, of like, I guess a bee sting is I was watching some TV show of like a beekeeper and he was like, here, I'm just going to have this bee sting me. The bee just stung him in the hand and he was like, no, you can see the stingers like this. I'm like, who are you? (laughs) Flinch! Yeah. What? You know what? I've only been been stung so many times I'm dead inside. (laughs) I've only been stung once by a bee. It was on my birthday. I was doing a crab walk across the grass and accidentally came down on a bee. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What a funny story. That is a terrible end. Yeah, it has a a terrible end. It stung. Guess what the adults around me did, Kevin? What? They went and got lemons and onions and pressed them to my wound. Yeah, they pressed them to the wound, pushing the stinger further in. And I guess, you know, effectively salting my wound. Jim, I have a very important question, though. Did yeah. did the person who do this grab your hand, push the lemon in, and be like, chick's dick scars? No, first they did the lemon, and they're like, this will clean it and neutralize the poison. I was like, I don't feel like it is. And then they stuck an onion on it, and they're like, this will reduce inflammation. And I was like, I don't know what that word is. I'm five. Who who are these druids you were having a birthday party <laughs> it with? It was a chiropractor who lived on my cul-de-sac. <laughs> Don't worry, we just use the bounty of nature. (laughs) 
fuck you, scrape this stinger out of my hand and give me a goddamn Band-Aid. It would be a pretty bad thing if you were, if you were just, like, doing that. Now, imagine, Jerry, you're doing that crawl, you step, you step your hand onto a bee, the bee stings you, and all of a sudden there's a... Yep, hand cancer. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, to be clear, I'm not going to say that if... You get hit with an explosion, you automatically have cancer. No, I don't. Th- I don't think that's that's the case of that. I think what I think maybe what it might be is that like I'm just thinking, what would happen if all of a sudden part of you just given a great burst of life? I mean, it's a very broad broad idea. Uh, here's the thing: if it's particulate, well, no, no, no. no. Here, here's the thing, Jeremy. In Monster Hunter World, they are worried about the island exploding so and them I, all dying. I guess then we have to say that it's an explosion complete there, it, with heat and shock. Yeah, wave, there are con- which means it burns you. Yeah, there's concussive force in yeah. this thing. You have to be careful. You get stung by a bee, you always have to worry about the, per- so the you, preceding explosion. You, you get stung by a bee. Yeah. And if it's a situation like my bee sting was, yeah. you're, the bee's not going anywhere. Yeah. Because your hand's on it. Yeah. Right? So it explodes, and it's basically like having your hand around, like, a tiny firecracker. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to hurt a lot. You're going to hear a loud pop, and your hand's going to be burnt to shit. Okay. What's the third way that a bee can die? A third way a bee can die is that something else kills it. Okay, so the idea being that you're, like, flailing around, you smack a bee. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just had this. I wasn't even thinking. No, about- here, how about that? Let's okay. remove humans from this equation. Go Kevin. ahead. Go ahead. Right? Let's say a bee is flying around, just being a little bumblebee. Just being a bee. Just being a bumblebee. A buzz, buzz, buzz. I'm a bee. And then a hawk comes by and eats it out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, Kevin. There are no carnivores in this world. Well, I mean, I guess that there. No, there are none. <laughs> there are no carnivores. You cannot eat meat. <laughs> Does not stick around, Kevin. <laughs> well, <laughs> kill a cow. Cow explodes. Well, I mean, it's based on bioenergy. What What do we think bioenergy is? Because well, in the Monster Hunter world, world, it's because these things actually have elemental like fury in them. I guess. Well, let's let's take that. Like Zora Magnus has a volcano on his back. Yeah, let's let's take that and apply it to the real world. Okay. The human body and all bodies are made of different elements. Okay. So when they explode, I think we've, I, what was the what was the last Monster Hunter topic we did? I don't know. Huh. Um. So when they explode, yeah, their body turns into the requisite elements. Okay. So we're saying that they're that I I can't imagine a world where there's no carnivores. There's none. Well, I mean, I, well, I mean, you can nothing still, sticks around long enough for eat, you to eat it. You can still eat the requisite elements. I guess no, you can. Jeremy, there is nothing saying that the body does not stay around. It's just saying that it explodes and turns I, into life energy. The reason mm, I don't know because here's because well, we, wait, we have, you, wait, you haven't seen it. So uh, the the area in Monster World is the Rotten Vale. That's the place they all go and die. Okay, there are giant corpses of these things. Okay, so there is something left behind. Yeah, I think I think the reason I was thinking with the bumblebee becomes just particulate is because it's so tiny that like, it goes, goes like what's going to stay behind but i think if like a it's exoskeleton let's just say <laughs> yeah it's exoskeleton um uh, it's for your outside yeah uh what i'm thinking like let's say a deer if a deer is like running along and then like dies has a heart attack like deers do <laughs> I guess. Oh, yes, those deers who have high blood pressure. Yeah, it falls down and there's a... From eating all that red meat. Yeah, it falls down and goes... <laughs> and then there's just a carcass there. Like, its insides have exploded out. It's gory and terrifying. Okay. But edible. <laughs> Is it, though? 
Why wouldn't it be? Because an explosion, Kevin. It's tender. <laughs> is the tenderest of me. Uh, sure. Uh, well, the explosion for one. Yeah. Does a little bit of heat and would instantly char. Yeah. A large portion of the creature. Yeah, it's cooked. Pre-cooked. Mm, that's not necessarily cooked. <laughs> um, but also, we're saying that there's concussive force involved. Yeah. So that means it gets spread out. Like, the reason why we can eat meat is yeah. because we prepare it. Yeah. Right? And you just have to prepare it differently. <laughs> I feel like you there would still be some edible stuff. So you could have carnivores. Yeah. But basically, you only have scavengers. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking sca- primary scavengers. You cannot have a, a a predator in the same way because if you're a mountain lion and you jump on that deer and you kill the deer... It explodes oh, and you die too. Not necessarily, because here's the thing: carnivores would have to evolve to be. Uh, it's it, man's world sucks a whole lot more. They would evolve to not kill their prey, but to fatally wound them and then sit and wait until they die. <laughs> Except that's so much harder to do. I know it. No, it definitely is. But there's nothing saying that like that's not what they w- they would evolve. Like in, in our world, the evolution is definitely kill them immediately. But if you just, like, if you, these carnivores evolve to the point where they just horribly wound them and then sit until they explode, you know where they are. You're not going to lose track of them, Jeremy. Here's the other thing, though, is that if if you do that, because it's such a loud event, yeah. you have very little time to eat. Yeah. No. Before everything else gets comes to you. Yeah, so so the, the, the predator animals we are seeing in this world have to be... Like, well, let's think about evolution. Let's think of the way that they would have to yeah. exist. Will be most applicable for them. Fast. Yep. They would have to be able to digest really quickly. Yeah. Or be able to carry the things that they have killed. Yeah. Uh, and be able to kill, be able to wound without killing. So these are things like how the Komodo dragon can give things sepsis. <laughs> right. It bites them and they die a slow, painful death. And then explode. Yeah. Like, well, I, I go back to the fact that that's also. You, you the, know what I think this means? What? I think bears don't eat fish. No, God, no. (laughs) The thing is, is that I think even if we say that there's still some carnivores. Yeah. Which, yes, there could be Komodo dragons in this world. (laughs) I think it's way less. Well, yeah, no. Here's the thing. I think there are less predators, less carnivore predators, but they are more dangerous because they they have been – because they can't survive like a bear. A bear yeah. can't survive off a of fish. A bear would have to hunt something that could survive the initial yeah, thing. Attack. Or they have to learn to essentially literally smack fish out of the water so they die on land. <laughs> yeah. And then explode and eat the remains. Yeah. <laughs> Which Jeremy would be fucking insane. It would be insane. <laughs> Just a bear standing in a river swatting fish onto the land. Just They're smack. exploding on the land and he walks over and just like eats the detritus. So Fish so, guts everywhere. So I so I agree that like there would be definitely less carnivores, less predators. Yeah. But they would be so much more intimidating because <laughs> they are used to to killing things that, that like are bigger because yeah. they things that will survive the initial attack. Yeah. Humans could still eat Meat, of course. Like you can still have anything that he uses tools could. I feel like we probably lean toward it less because well, I, it'd be easier. In the... I think you don't domesticate animals anymore. Like the thing, the thing <laughs> no, the thing that that led to humans being so meat centric in their diet for a lot of years is that it was easy to ranch. Yeah, right. You could raise herd animals and then kill them and have and butcher them and have their meat available to you. Yeah, but. 
it's not useful to do that in this world. Because even if you have a way to control, like kill them in a controlled fashion, like a blast furnace of some yeah, sort, <laughs> yeah, you still lose a bunch of the product. Though, no, I mean, I guess and, the the best way to do it is you'd have to do it in some way that would remove the bio or give the bio energy because it's it is a come on it, that is a thing that's a palpable palpable what, what am I saying that palpable is a, palp, that is a thing it is a thing that you have that is a. The thing that exists. Yeah. In this world, they talk about how the fact that Zora Magnaros is storing up so much bioenergy, and he can release it at certain points, so you can have things release. I mean, that might just because he's Zora Magnaros, but that means that it is a thing that you could remove from an animal. So, so not saying that it would be something that would be easy or do early on, but eventually we find well, ways yeah, to the, remove. But the thing is, is that if it's not easy early on, do humans evolve to be able to do that, right? Like... Because if we're talking about human history, yeah, right. The reason why meat was so valuable is it's so de- it's so packed with energy and nutrients. Yeah, right. You get a lot of things from meat that are hard to get from other food sources, uh, like iron, like protein. Yeah. Right. Like you can get that from other places, but it's a lot harder when you're not eating meat. Well, yeah. And what I, what I was actually thinking is that because when things die, they're literally exploding them with life and things like that then clearly something that was close to something that exploded is full of more nutrients i don't know the thing is, is that we have to define like the life energy right because we stopped because you were like oh you were like no they don't just turn into all their elements there's a carcass behind right yeah there's so we haven't defined that yet yeah but from my perspective looking at it right now is that like we did not get tools to be able to kill from afar really yeah in an efficient way until the invention of the longbow yeah well i was thinking or the shortbow well, I, I mean spears are pretty useful for a well while. yeah but spears are not that accurate and they can only be thrown a short distance and they're not super stealthy yeah um what what i think the best way to think about it is that because what they say is that it begins new ecosystems that help like it, essentially the the idea being that this is part of the thing of this life well i mean the, we, the, thing, we the to... thing that intrigued me yeah. in the beginning of this conversation was that it basically removes the need for decomposition yes what I, that's what i was saying i think what but well, you're saying if there's a carcass behind that people can eat then we still need decomposing well no i mean decomposing still happens but what i think what, what we're talking about is when this happens like when this death happens is that it is a it's a, a rapid explosive decomposition so a carcass is still left behind because you see them in the game. So we have to put that in there. Yeah. But that does not change the fact that these things have to happen. So I think what what happens when one of these th- things die, um, and I think it's in the with like the larger things like the elder question, dragons Kevin. would be. Hold on, the elder dragons would yeah. be. Uh, are don't exist in this world, so you don't have the giant huge explosion that can make an entire island be like. No, but we have up. an elephant explosion that can create a big crater. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Or a blue whale explosion? Oh my god, Kevin. Well that the that's why the ocean is so full of life. All those krill. Uh... when a blue whale explodes. So what what I think it is is that um when it explodes, that is the beginnings of the decomposition being super rapid, and then you just have the carcass flowing there, then that'll decompose on its own. But you begin with a huge So my question to you is this. Yes. After the explosion, how much of the carcass, like how much of the animal is left as the carcass? Like, what's the percentage? Well, just looking at just looking at the the um the, the way it is in the game, um, I'm gonna assume bones 
and a little bit of meat on those bones. Okay, so most of the, I guess, sinew is gone. Yep. So that means that I I think, I don't think people are able to do uh, meat, but you know what I do think they eat? Yeah. Bone marrow. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Um, Because if the bones are left over... Then the bone marrow is the best thing to eat that's left. Yeah, because any any of the meat that's left on the carcass is going to be charred to fuck. If 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 basically what you're saying is that yeah. like maybe thirty percent of the creature is left. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, it. I feel like from just looking at the rotten veil, it's a lot of. I mean, there's also just lumps of meat. It's a really gross place. Yeah, you don't want to eat an exploded oh, creature. No. And I, I, I definitely think that like the predominant species of this world, the humans of this world, if you will, are probably very like vegetarian based. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you, you. Why would you eat the food that explodes? Yeah. Like the bone marrow is useful. Yeah. It's very nutritious as well. So that makes sense to me. Yeah, a lot of bone stews. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's how you make a good soup broth, right? Yeah, you put the so, bone in it. Don't worry, everybody. Ramen still exists in this world. <laughs> um, <laughs> so maybe our, maybe our bodies would just evolve to be more like being able to sustain off of. Yeah, yeah, we more we, we would we would be more herbivore like. Yeah, and less omnivore. Yeah, because you you can still eat meat, and so essentially what I was thinking is that we'd reach the point like, Jamie, let's think of for example, fugu fish. Okay. A fish that is, by all accounts, poisonous and yeah. deadly. And humans looked at that and went, fuck it, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> you figure out a way for me to eat this fish. Here's the thing. I do think that eventually people will find a use for this life energy. Yeah. But there's something else I want to bring up. Yeah. I think everything grows bigger in this world. Oh, 100%. You got the mo- this is, we're talking about the Monster Hunter world world. Yeah. So basically, if things are growing bigger in this world, that means as time goes on, you're getting bigger and bigger explosions. <laughs> Which, again, makes me think you do not domesticate animals. No, no I, I never thought in this world you domesticated animals because they're just the concept yeah. of, you the, be, of you sitting so at home I'm, and being I'm here so- until you're up. Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody. You get no good dogs or sly cats in this world. You might be able to have fish. Mm, Yeah, I guess you could have small things. Yeah, things that when they like when that fish explodes, just sort of like a ripple in the water. Yeah, it just breaks your aquarium. (laughs) I mean, you you want to have strong blast resistant aquariums. (laughs) This is Jeremy. I'm talking about the wealthy people. Yeah, if you go to someone's house and you're like, "My God, you have a fish!" Like, yeah, I am scared when it dies. Sorry, the sound of explosion underwater. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Those plosives. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that actually changes a lot. Yeah. In terms of what humans would be like. Because uh, uh, there's no ranching. There's only agriculture. Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to talk about that, actually. There would be ranching, but for one specific purpose. Okay, hit me. Killing them to fertilize your fields. I guess that's true. Like you, you want to have fur. Like, like you would not do that while the plants were there because this is an explosion. Yeah, I, take, I guess this would be like a late winter type thing. Yeah, to would do. you take an animal out into the field and then kill it and have it explode the area with life? That's a great way to begin your harvest, Jeremy. It is. And I'm saying that harvest, the harvest festivals, I guess spring festivals, yeah. are fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. They're full of fireworks and exploding animals. <laughs> yeah, I guess you just like. 
I guess yeah, you would raise animals, but you wouldn't you wouldn't raise that many. Mummy, why why in March do we just ex- just set off fireworks? Oh, let me tell you about the past. <laughs> Before we figure out a way to harvest all this bioenergy, your grandpappy would take a cow out into the field yeah. and just shoot it from five yard not five yards away. I mean, further the, than that, it's tough because, like, yes, that is a good way to fertilize. But at the same time, I don't think it's better than just throwing shit on the field. I I have to imagine it is. Well, like, here's here's the thing, Kevin. If you're going to raise an animal, that means yeah. you have to feed it and care for it and shelter it during the entire time. Which, when you're ranching, it is the product, so you have to do that. Yeah, but if if you if we think bioenergy is like the healthiness of the animal and like all those things in the animal, yeah, then having a real good like animal like that that you can explode on your field must mean that your crops will come in like that you can have a premium those are premium crops there but yeah but if if that's another versus the guy who just goes out to the forest and kidnaps that, a bunch of <laughs> rabbits if that's another stipulation yeah. that the healthier the animal is the better the life energy that comes out of it is what i think makes sense it was, it's right yeah, that means that you're investing even more into this animal only to kill it Right. So to me, if I look at it from a cost benefit analysis, yeah, like you have you would have to raise a cow for multiple years yeah. for you to kill it to get the use out of it. But, but yeah, but you don't know how much the benefit it like. Well, I wasn't gonna, I'm going off of what I've seen in Monster Hunter World where this island is covered in crazy lush jungles. Yeah. Coral that exists above ground like this place. This place is crazy with plants. I mean, in moth. I don't know if we want to bring this into from the game. But plants grow back in about five minutes. Oh, like in world, you harvest an I herb, mean, I think, walk I think away, come. I, I think that's a game mechanic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when was the, are, are we against bringing game mechanics well, in? I mean, we're not taking the game mechanics of Monster Hunter. We're taking that things explode into life. Well, yeah, no, but that is part of like. Let, why don't we assume that that's the same thing? Be, because. That if that because because this... if that's the case, Kevin, yeah. there are no human settlements. Well, why is that? Because Kevin, let's say there's a bird, an yeah. eagle, a yeah. fairly big bird, yeah. flying above. Yeah, it dies while it's flying. <laughs> yeah, and explodes. Right? It explodes. All of its life energy falls down to the ground, and now there's a sapling in like your living room yeah. or on your roof. No, I'm not saying that, that they grow in that time. I'm saying that like we're talking about things that that you can sort of like reharvest. Uh, I mean, so you're talking about perennials then? Yeah, perennials, sure. I mean, but well, I mean, or a weed. Basically, <laughs> you're, basically, you're saying if you leave the roots for something, it'll grow back. Quickly. Yeah, I think five minutes is too fast. Okay, sure. I mean that <laughs> all that does is make agriculture better. It does. I mean, you like once it's grown, you can harvest it multiple times. Yeah, until winter comes around, it dies, and you have to set off the cow in the field again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, that, that's because on this island, like an elder dragon, which has died there. Yeah. Like. We, even yeah, we're we, not going to get that effect. Yeah, even though our world does not have an elder dragon yeah. in it, and we only have those smaller animals. And we're we're kind of we're kind of buff, buffing up their explosions a little bit. Yeah, uh, I don't think that change, changes the fact that like a similar concept can happen. That this can do like this will create literal life there. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's it's 
it's it re- kind of removes the need for de- decomposers because you're basically getting like instant decomposition into the elements of life that something can use that is easy to absorb. Yeah. It's basically what we're saying. So that also means that you're probably not having a lot of worms or beetles. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah. 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 So let's try and get into that after this commercial. Woo! This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by the creeping realization that you've forgotten something. Wait. I Did I have it? I'm sure I put it in my pockets. Oh, no. Oh, my oh, keys. Man. Oh, no. I'll check my bag. But, oh, no. I didn't bring my toothbrush. Oh, uh, no. My wallet. Oh, no. My pants. Oh, no. My kids. Oh, I'm just a naked man in the street. What am I doing? How did this happen? Why? This world, humans are less omnivorous. Yeah. Um, I will say... Omnivorous? They, omnivorous. Omnivorous, omnivorous. Eh, yeah, whatever. Um, but they can still eat meat. Yeah. Uh, possible. Yeah. We're not going to take that away from everybody. Um, there are not deco- uh, uh, decomposers in the same way. Because there is one thing that would make them still necessary. Yeah. And that is that plants do not explode. No, plants will not explode. I think you still get beetles and you still get yeah. things like that. Like, they, they themselves would still feed on rot. Yeah. And as we said, there's ex- the explosion doesn't clean the bones. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you don't get you don't get perfectly pristine bones. Yeah. So they still exist, probably in smaller number. Yeah, probably in a smaller number, and probably um, more specifically designed, like evolved, basically yeah. to deal with plant fiber and bones. The because weird- that's the majority. Yeah, I guess the weirdest thing that I f- think about when I think about those bugs specifically is that I guess bugs don't have as big of explosions. They probably don't have enough flow of any bioenergy. Yeah. But you get some of those, like, uh, what is it? Those those uh, beetles that have, like, the horns on them. Yeah. Those got a pretty, probably pretty good detonation on them. Yeah, there's some shrapnel, too, from their shells. <laughs> oh, man, you got to be careful for that. Yeah. Now, now, I have a very good question. Is this world also just unfeasible because of the amount of mosquitoes just detonating at every moment? I mean, the the thing is, is that it changes the evolutionary tract of so many things. Oh, maybe just when a mosquito drinks more blood, it explodes more. I mean, the thing is, is that if a, if, if a mosquito were to land on somebody, right? Yeah. Like, you hit it and it <laughs> explodes, right? But over years and years and years and years, that basically means that things grow a thicker skin to deal with that i guess that's right true. like you wouldn't have humans as thin-skinned no every, every, everybody is just full, like covered in calluses from the all the explosions yeah, yeah. they've had to deal with like uh, this this uh, this changes so much because any close interaction with death yeah now like it's a huge advantage to be less vulnerable to that well i mean you gotta be careful about cars like someone dies on a car that car's exploding yeah but i think you know a car i i think a human explosion yeah i guess depending on the size of the human (laughs) how much and how healthy they are and how healthy they are (laughs) uh that's a weird cross-section graph. Uh, live, uh, <laughs> I mean, Dwayne. I mean, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's gonna, would just, he gonna have a big bang. You take out a floor of a building. <laughs> got to be careful. Um, yeah, I guess that means hospices are more like bunkers. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have make sure that like if you're in a room where someone's probably gonna die in it, they're yeah yeah. 
I, I think I think a good rule of thumb is that that if you are like let's let's take a hospital for example yeah if the person in the hospital bed next to you died you'd probably have a very bad time yeah but like it would you wouldn't get cooked like you were next to a frag grenade well let's let's be very honest here yeah. the explosion for most things you have to be pretty close to it to get burned yeah which is why bugs are a problem because usually you're slapping the bug yeah the the concussive wave is the bigger problem yeah you, you, <laughs> you'll get your like sheets blown off of you. Mm. <laughs> Here, here's the thing yeah we have to set sort of the strength of these explosions and we've already said that a bumblebee is like a tiny firecracker in your hand it's like a yeah. cherry bomb that went off in your hand yeah right well let's 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 go back to our source material okay uh the elder dragon which is large enough that you can essentially climb around its back like it's its own how bubble. many elephants how many elephants how many elephants is an elder dragon Jeez, okay. I mean, its head is probably two elephants. Okay. And its body is, as I said, enough that you can walk it. Like, it's a level. You run around its body. I know, but, like, that's the only scale we have, right? Like, <laughs> is it? You Well, you know what it's like when it explodes, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. They actually do have a figure that tells you how many meters long it is. I did not look at that. Yeah. So It's, it's in the thousands. Thousands of elephants. And that no, no, is, of meters. Oh, of meters. <laughs> I mean, that's probably maybe still, thousands of elephants. It might still be thousands of elephants. They're, it's real big, and that okay. is enough that it, that if it enters the Everstream, could blow up an island enough that the people on the island are like, "We're gonna die." Yeah. Um, okay. So let's say that because we have to start from an we arbitrary do. place, kind yeah. of. Um, let's say that this ancient dragon, elder dragon, elder dragon. Um, is equal to Zora Magdros, if you nasty. Is equal to a thousand elephants. Okay, right <laughs> on on the elephantine scale of yeah. explosions. Well, which which means I think it's reasonable for an elephant dying yeah. for their explosion to be like a pack of dynamite. Okay, right. Like if if an elephant were to die beside a mountain, it would yeah. take a chunk of that rock out. Yeah, you, yeah, uh, I, 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 maybe there'll be less poachers for elephants because I have to imagine that when the elephant dies, his tusks just go out like shrapnel. Oh yeah, like ballistics. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we've we've already said that bones don't go. No, but I think they strangely stay. Like I think I think the only the only way I, I think could, it depends on the force of the, the explosion. only way I could comprehend this happening and leaving behind the things I've seen in this game is if <laughs> like the the force comes out of the spine and rib cage. Okay, because that's always what's left behind. Yeah. And, there so i have to imagine that essentially when these things explode everything comes flying off them and then there's just a long spine and a rib cage left oh wow okay so that means all the other bone turns into shrapnel maybe i mean that's what you're saying i'm just trying to figure this out jeremy <laughs> you don't you, you don't actually see anything explode in this because they don't i guess they just don't want to show that yeah that'd be hard to animate <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, the, the last thing you see is our Magnaros is him going off into the sea with, like, all of the smoke coming off of him, presumably, yeah. to explode. Yeah. Um, okay. But they don't show it. Show it to us, cowards. <laughs> show me exploding animal deaths, cowards. Um, I think... I think it, okay. I, but, well, let's, let's continue with our scale, then. Okay. So, I think... I think it's like the amount of dynamite that they would have used when they were building the railroad and had to make tunnels through mountains. That's what right. I feel like an elephant explosion yeah, is. Yeah, an elephant is a dangerous one. Yeah. So let's go to 
a horse. I feel like that's a good step down. Yeah, and they're they're also they're also horses are strong and healthy. They are strong and healthy creatures. I mean, that's because we t- take care of them. I don't know if wild horses are I mean, particularly yeah. healthy. Yeah. I mean, they could be healthy. Yeah, they could be. Yeah. Um, what do you think is a reasonable explosion force for a horse? <laughs> How? So you're asking me, Jeremy? Is it enough? <laughs> How does... is it enough to like flip a car? Yeah, I think. Yeah, you know, I think it could, it could definitely like take out a car. Okay. Yeah. So it could like flip and crumple a car. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I think the next step down that we can take from that is like a large dog. <laughs> right. Okay. Sure. Well, I'm just thinking size wise. Yeah. It's a large dog. I think a large dog would be like. Have you ever seen uh, someone put dry ice into a bottle? No. Well then, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I know how to explain this anymore. I've seen it. What? What if the force of the explosion is enough to like break down a door? Sure. Like the, you, I'm upset that you don't know about my about the thing I'm, that I said. Sorry, Kevin. <sighs> you never seen a dry ice bomb? Nope. All right. Sorry, I don't look up bomb stuff on the internet. No, it's just the, like the videos of it because it's a very dumb thing to do. <laughs> oh, of course, it's on the internet. So of course, people put it on the internet. But it's a very e- easy thing to do as well. Yeah. Um, I think I think the the force of a dog is enough probably to crack a door. Yeah, yeah. I mean, depending on the door, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not like a ten inch solid steel door, but like a heavy oak door. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I went up to a door and I and I went like knock knock knock, you know, this door, this door could withstand a dog exploding. Yeah. Uh, then I would be kicked out of the Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> Who sells doors? I guess. Yeah. Bed Bath and Beyond doors. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I think that gives us sort of a scale. To, okay. to work with here. Okay. I do want to say when a blue whale explodes, you better hope it's not near an island. <laughs> yeah, no, when a when a blue whale explodes, like that that's something that that is a that's a sight to behold. Yeah, that is one, a very large wave coming towards you now. Yeah. And and two, I think enough to really damage a small island. Yeah, I, I would say that if that whale explodes close to an island, that wave could be like tsunami like. I also think it kills a lot of smaller creatures that are in its vicinity. <laughs> yes, yeah. And then the water becomes super cool. I yeah. guess. <laughs> well then a lot of then then there's even more bacteria fills the like water. When a blue whale dies, it explodes, then all the stuff it kills explode. <laughs> Yeah, and then that that portion of the ocean is super fertile for a while. Yeah, and <laughs> man, look at that water so fertile. Do you think the ocean kind of bubbles sometimes because things <laughs> die? Yeah, I think I think sometimes you're just like on a boat, maybe doing some fishing yeah. because you're a psychopath, I suppose. Yeah, because <laughs> you have to pull the fish it's only catch and release. Oh my well, god, no, not fishing as- is an extreme no, sport. Not in this necessarily, world, Jeremy. Because here's what it is: you yeah. pull the fish out, you grab it, you throw it into your bomb sack, <laughs> <laughs> then you sit on it, and it's all, <laughs> and then you and you pull it open, and you're like, yeah, we're having a little bit of fish. <laughs> yeah, we're having a fish skeleton. <laughs> Um, well, I guess maybe if it's all contained, then all the stuff's in there. Uh, yeah, but you wouldn't want it. I'd give it some sort of stew. <laughs> That'd be gross. Maybe life, maybe life tastes delicious. <laughs> you don't know. I, it would be at least very charred, Kevin. That's a lot of carbon. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, you're sitting there on a boat, and then all you just hear like a and you're like. Something just exploded. Something just died down there. <laughs> An angler fish just, just got killed. Yep. Do what? 
Jeremy, I have a question. Yeah. Is, because we both know that lobsters are immortal and yeah. the true gods of the world. Yeah. Uh, what, when, if a lobster gets – can a lobster just never stop growing to the point that it will explode and just take out – I don't know, man. Here's here's Everything. the thing. I don't know what the size of lobster is, but there's a point where a lobster grows so big that it no longer has the strength to move. Okay. In which case, it will die when it runs out of nutrients around it. Okay. But things are exploding around it, giving right. it more nutrients. Right. So. And as long as this hard carapace can survive I, the explosions. I think that lobsters could grow to a larger size, but it has to be in the right environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I all, I think you could probably get, like, a horse-sized lobster, which is terrifying to me. Maybe, maybe the lobsters are the elder dragons. I mean, if we're looking at the ecology of our world, there were literally millions of lobsters off the coast. There were so many lobsters that people treated them like pests. Well, I mean, for a long time, lobster wasn't the fancy meal. It was the meal you gave to prisoners because yeah. it's like, oh, look at these rats of the sea <laughs> look at these fish bugs yeah yeah this is for you to eat prisoners prisoner oh okay well, i guess i'll just eat the lobster can i have some butter no of course you can of course you can of course you can <laughs> and some salt we're not monsters here <laughs> not gonna, like this lobster have a lemon <laughs> you dirty mongrel <laughs> eat your lobster you damn dirty ape um <laughs> yeah so I, I think you can probably get horse-sized lobsters but i think like here's the thing because there's less carnivores, yeah, I think things live their full lives more often in I mean, nature, except right? For disease and things like that. I guess that's true. Like, and I, I, you know what? I do think there's a lot more poisonous animals in this world. And also, you have to be a lot more careful because they would survive a lot more because they could poison something, walk away, let it, let it explode, yeah. come over and eat the scraps. Also, it makes if you're poisonous, things don't want to attack you. Yeah, right. So, like the Komodo dragon that well, still exists in this world, and, right? Yeah, like you that you don't want to attack that thing because it could kill you. You also have to be careful. Like we you say that there's less predators, things will die less. You also have to be careful about the thing next to you suddenly dying That's and you exploding. <laughs> yeah, there could be some chain reactions. Like you got to be careful about like like man, pe- people Do die- we have less herd and pack animals because of this? Um uh, I think they stand further apart. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think human Oh be- man, the penguins, Kevin. The penguins. <laughs> there's just more gaps between them than one. <laughs> no, that would kill them though. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta be all in a big bunch. Well then, well then, maybe with a penguin, that's just the risk. Maybe if a penguin gets too old, they're just like, no, you die immediately. You, you get go, out, you leave. When uh, when the elder penguins become too old, they are sent off on an ice drift to explode in the ocean. They know it is their time, or else, or else the entire pack will just go. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, just like yeah. A, a chain reaction of explosions. Yeah. I was thinking just like people, because people, sometimes people just like spontaneously die. Like you get an aneurysm or something like that, and you just like, like you got to be careful, man. The person next to you, what if they... I just had a horrible thought, Kevin. This is all horrible thoughts. Some of the things exploding. No, like super bad. Oh, no. Like, I don't know if we can keep this in the podcast. Okay. <laughs> What about stillborns? Um, they have no bioenergy. I guess yeah. Okay, it's the mom's bioenergy. Yeah, no, I, I, I. That was something I, I had thought before. Well, things like that. But I think the problem is that there's no bioenergy in that thing to explode. Yeah, because it's te- it's technically still attached to the mother, so yes. it's the mother's energy. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm so <laughs> glad that, that that babies don't explode inside people. No, no. I, I mean, I I think the the thing is that like there's a certain like I. <laughs> this is very sad to say. If a baby dies, I don't think it is a huge explosion, because there's I don't think there's a lot of life in. I don't think it. Ex- uh, well, I mean, out. I guess once it's born. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a small dog dying. Well, right? I, I mean, like, I think even if we're, small... if we're going the dog size. Well, I, here's the thing: you're very, very much focusing on size, but I think the thing to keep in mind from once in the source material, I guess, yeah, is also that vitality. Age, yeah, age and age. I think I think that's part of the idea in that world that the older things get, the more bioenergy they have in them. They've accumulated more. They've accumulated more, but I but I think that's wait, because wait, no, Jeremy, before before you, know, you whatever, go ahead, everything. <laughs> Yeah. Does that mean that if there's a thousand year old tortoise, it has a much bigger explosion than like a horse? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> you gotta be careful. You gotta be, you'd be like, oh look at that tortoise. How old do you think he is? Old enough to kill all of us. <laughs> yeah, you gotta slowly be- <laughs> back away. <laughs> it's just coming at you slowly. <laughs> go go the other way. The tortoise could die at any you moment. Go to the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do? You go. I'm gonna blow up your village. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm the tortoise of death. That's right. The slow march of death reaches us all. Yeah. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> hey, you don't know, actually. You know what? A, I think tortoise, tortoises, and turtles are a lot more prevalent in this world. Almost based on the fact that birds can't do that shitty thing they do to the baby tortoises. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah, that would kill the birds. <laughs> I think birds in general are less prevalent. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. Except for one thing. I forgot. What? <laughs> you ever seen a video of a, of a hawk just picking up a turtle or a mountain goat and dropping it? Yes. Yeah, you have to be careful about those because at that point, those are just bombs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, my. What's with all these tiny craters on this beach? Turtle carpet bombing. <laughs> the the hawks just hope that one. They just hope that one will Here's survive with enough meat in it to yeah, get out of it. No, because they won't get any food from it. Well, no, but birds have tiny stomachs. They I don't, guess need, they don't need a whole lot of food. I think. Yeah. I think the thing is like when we're talking about the evolution of animals. I think a lot of the predator based animals that we've been talking about. Yeah. Also, might evolve to eat less. Yeah. Sustain on more because they get less food. Yeah. From things exploding. Well, I also think you probably have less straight carnivores. There's probably a lot more omnivores. Absolutely. Yeah. But man, the the sweet explosion meat. <laughs> it it it's 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 Alicia. It's a. <laughs> It's euphoric. Uh, okay. <laughs> I see you're a serial killer yeah. in this world. Have you ever eaten an exploding animal? Mm. No. I mean, also, uh, murder would be less like... like. Yeah, I, it's really hard to do a stealth kill. I'm going to say second-degree murder. Yeah. Pas- passion kills? There's going to be less of you like getting angry and stabbing someone. Uh, yeah, because that is a huge disadvantage, <laughs> like evolutionarily wise we caught the killer oh, how, how'd you find him he had a piece of his bone stuck in his arm yeah oh oh how, how'd you find them well the shockwave knocked them against this wall and knocked him out so he's right there <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay uh let's do some silly stuff it's a little bit silly oh now we'll start the silly stuff well let's let's there's some unintended things about this number one what i'm thinking of animal bombs you take a few animals, put them into a place that you want, like I wartime. Mean, yeah, I guess there's like a Monty Python, like catapult a cow into a, into a city and yeah. have it explode. Yeah, Hundo P. Yeah, like you it's say, probably better than throwing a big rock. Like you say, 
oh man, all the effort you have to go into making these, like, to growing these animals up. Yeah. But if they can be used as ammunition, I'm I'm not talking about now, right now in the year of the Lord 2019. Yeah. I'm talking back in like the 1600s. Yeah. When trebuchets and catapults were yeah, when prevalent. They're, when they're like black powder, what's that? I, what I do have is this ferret. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you got it. It's so bad. A cl- a cl- Ke- I- <laughs> Kevin, I'll keep talking about this world for another few minutes, but I got to tell you, I hate it. <laughs> oh, no, it sucks. <laughs> I'm going to say what a cluster bomb is, though. That's when you take a take a cow and you just tie a bunch of rabbits to it i was thinking actually you just take a bunch of rats and tie their tails together and do that oh man a rat king bomb (laughs) (laughs) that's very different yeah there's a there's a lot of stuff that like a lot of weird things going on in a world where (laughs) things explode when they die yeah i mean that's also like i mean you you think about wars like, think yeah. about medieval wars. Mm-hmm. You basically, it's all ranged combat. Yeah. <laughs> or right? or, or the, the, your armor is based around accepting concussive force. And <laughs> yeah. All. Like, yeah. metal armor actually wouldn't be as... It wouldn't be that bad. Be, well, no, well, no, actually... Oh, you're right, because it would crumple. You, you'd have to have heavy metal armor. That means you'd have no movement. Yeah. Just sort of being like, oh, And it would have to be you. really thick. Yeah. Or you go for leather and you try to stab and run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just run away. Was that a lethal wound? Are you gonna die? <laughs> I mean, you know when they're gonna die, they explode. Yeah. Or I, I think maybe. The yeah, I guess to- combat is less about instantly trying to kill somebody and more like making them bleed out so you have a chance and then to run, run away. Running away. And then, oh that- god, I cut his, I cut, I cut the big vein. Run. <laughs> and then at that point, their job is to grab you. Yeah. So yeah. Like, we're going out together. Now it's both of us. <laughs> That's horrifying. I mean, action movies have become a lot more exciting. No, it's because it's not like the thing. The thing is that this changes for me. For me, for, actually, for, for you looking in on this world. Yeah. Okay, but the, this changes the culture of fighting, right? Because for years and years and years and years, fighting was honorable. It was glorious. It was for a lot of cultures, right? Yeah. And then you know, uh, uh, warfare with like repeating guns happened, and everyone was like, "Oh, this is horrible." Yeah. This is just a massive loss of life. Yeah. Uh, and and tra- and very tragic. Yeah. Right? Um, but that would happen a lot sooner in this world. <laughs> yeah. Like, as soon as two kingdoms are like, you've got a thousand people, I've got a thousand people, let's smash them together and see who wins. <laughs> see what explodes. Like, all, all it takes, Kevin, yeah. in the melee, is for someone to explode close to somebody else. And then they'll explode. And if they're close to anybody else, they'll explode. Oh, they have to be pretty close to be instantly killed by the explosion. Yeah, but if you're in a melee with somebody. Oh, yeah. No, it could happen. Right? Although someone just chucks a cow in there. Yeah. Like, it's chaos. Oh, it, it, is, it is horrifying. It's not saying there won't be action movies still in modern day. Oh, yeah. But the, the thing is, is that the idea of something exploding. Yeah. Right in our in our mind, when somebody explodes, that's like a classic action movie moment where somebody accidentally swallowed a grenade or something. Yes, yeah, I, I know, I know. But that in it, this world, I know in this world, that's just old habits. How people die. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm looking at it from an outsider that you're wa- like a horror, like not a horror uh, movie, an action <laughs> movie where someone's running around firing bullets. Yeah, I, I'll say horror movies will be less interesting because it'd be like, like, oh my god, like it's the moment where you find someone, like, oh my god, they've been killed. You just be like walking around through a dark house and hear a. Yeah, my God, they got Jimmy. Yeah, like, yeah, like it's it'll, it'll change the culture, the, that pop culture a little. Oh, bit. it'll change it a lot. Yeah. Um, 
I I think all in all, slapstick would be less um, in, enjoyable because yeah. you know what there would still be, like, be what, though. What if that guy explodes? <laughs> you know what there would still be Kevin. What there would still be long death monologues. <laughs> and then they explode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But no, but but the other, but there would be less of though. I I get no. You know what? It's theater. People would would suspend disbelief. Yeah, yeah. But you still have to have that moment in theater when like the person does their death. Yeah, you wouldn't have someone holding them because they'd be like, man, you would never do that. Yeah, at you all. Were, you were gonna die. But they would have a moment where someone dies and they have to do the thing where they throw like sparkles in the air or yeah. something. Huh. <laughs> 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 and they're like, that's the explosion. Or they fall off stage and you hear a sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would do. I do like the concept there of like, of this old, <laughs> this long Shakespearean monologue. Yeah. If you think there's a lot of like, oh, fell off a cliff or fell off screen and is presumed dead, in this world, that world will have it way the fuck more. Well, like you know, you know the old joke of the cars always explode and there's the carriage like going yeah. off. The carriage would explode. Yeah, Those horses would. would detonate. <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta be real careful. Yeah, <laughs> I can. He's I can still see horse. Like I know, I can still see like. Animals like that being domesticated. Yes, but horses and yeah. oxen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Labor animals, absolutely. Yeah, but, but you know, you store them, and you would design the vehicles in such a way that when they explode, the riders are safe. Yeah, especially horses. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I I'll, honestly, I would be more worried about oxen. I guess you you you. I mean, you have to be just to be super careful. Like uh, the 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 chance of a horse dying in the middle of using the carriage, unless if you're really pushing them. Yeah. Like usually you'll have a moment. Once you see that horse's mouth start frothing, yeah. Once you get the, the horse fuck starts away stumbling, you're just like, oh shit, disconnect the horse. Run. Yeah. You're like, nope. Yeah. A lot more explosions. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to do in the world? Let's synopsize. Okay. So. One, people don't eat as much meat. No. Two, there are less predators, but more poisonous <laughs> and venomous things. And I want to be very clear. Less predators, but the predators are more predatory. That's right. They're more terrifying. Um, War changes a lot. Yeah. Because you can't really have melees. Nope. And and But you can use, like, explode, you can use animals. Every animal is a bomb. Every animal is a bomb. Yeah. You got a bunch of chickens? Ugh. Well, maybe not chickens, because a lot of chickens can glide. <laughs> They'd be fine. You can just throw a chicken, though. Yeah, but it won't kill the chicken, Kevin. I guess. If you pick up a chicken and chuck it, it's not going to kill the chicken. It's just going to upset the chicken. I don't know. I don't want anyone out there throwing chickens. Please just, don't throw a chicken. Please don't throw a chicken. Yeah. Look, we've um, had a lot of fun this episode talking about animals exploding. Please don't kill don't. animals. Don't. Yeah. Uh, please, we're, we're comedians. We're professionals. <laughs> we're professional. Don't comedians. try this at home. <laughs> we're amateur jokesters. Don't listen to us. We're idiots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anything else we need to synopsize for this world, other than the fact that blue whales are the most terrifying creatures on the planet? <laughs> I mean, you rarely see them, but when they explode, yeah. And well, no, I think I, I honestly think tortoises are more terrifying than you're right. Tortoises because, are pretty because terrifying. they're smaller and you don't expect it. Yeah, they could sneak up on you slowly <laughs> for hours. He's been sneaking up and then just <laughs> takes out of town. <laughs> you're doing a covert operation. Be like, send in the tortoise, and then someone just shoots the tortoise from a distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh man, was, I mean that takes a hundred years. Yep. <laughs> but if you find a tortoise, you're like, we can use this. We got one shot, <laughs> one opportunity to, to blow, blow up this, this tortoise. tortoise. Uh, no, I think I think we're pretty much good. So if you have been horrified by us talking about blowing up animals for well, an hour, let us know in a rating or review wherever you get your podcast from. The more horrified you are, do a higher rating. <laughs> If you thought this was tame, maybe go get some therapy. Yeah, yeah. You know, you should be coming out of this going, Yeah, because I certainly am. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, oh, God. If you need to talk about our problems with us, our mental problems that we've (laughs) developed from talking about all this shit, you can tweet at us. I'm at Mighty Thews. I'm Weir, and you can get us together. At Third Space Cast. Or you can send us an email. At thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. And the theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. And don't forget to check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. Join us next week on the Third Space when pudding. Uh, n- all right, yeah. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs>